All right, y'all, welcome back. Welcome back here to another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Of course, me, myself, as always, Sanders here. Got my boy Dupree here with me. What's going on, man? What's going on? How we living? Man, I'm I'm good, man. Hey, long, long weekend, but, you know, yeah. it's all good knowing that it's going to be, knowing we got a short week, you know what I mean? No I doubt. Got one, got one more day to get it in tomorrow, man, and then okay. you know I got a good little long little little weekend, good little long oh, yeah. little weekend for sure. Oh, so yeah. yeah, gonna be heading out, uh, gonna be heading out to Chattanooga and everything. So gonna be gonna okay. be chilling with that Go side of the family, you know, mm-hmm. and everything like that, man. So I'm I'm all good, bro. How about yourself? How about yourself? Doing good, man. Doing good. This is uh tomorrow. I'm actually off. Um, mm. I'm actually off tomorrow, but I'm gonna go in and I still gotta work work on a few things. But be off tomorrow, and then I'm not going back to Georgia. I'm going back to, uh, to South Carolina, my dad's side of family and everything. So I'll go down there and see that side of family, and you know what time it is. It's, yeah, yeah, get down. It's time. Yeah, it's, get down. So yeah, you know, you, you in the, you in attendance or we or we chilling in the crib with it? Mm. Oh no, it's it's is it is it. Cause it's it's in Columbia this year, right? Yeah, it's in Columbia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think so. I don't think okay, so. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I've thought about it for sure. Yeah, you might, <laughs> it really, really would hold me back. I just like have not went and looked at tickets. So yeah. if I go and look at tickets, I might. It's gonna, it's gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I already yeah, know. There's, mm-hmm, there's also another game that I, I thought about going to on Saturday. Um, Second round division two playoffs. Benedict playing Lenore Ryan. So okay, I thought about going out there to that one. I keep um, going back and forth, but I definitely thought about it. Like you know, it's a seven thirty kick, ain't nothing but an hour. Like what? Going out there, and, you know, kick it. But I think I'm. I think I'm a. I think I'm a chill. I think I'm a nah, chill. for real, nah, for real, bro. My the, my high school, the alma mater, bro. They 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 coming up to Franklin to go play Paige in the semifinals, right? Ooh, bro! Hey, I y'all. swear, oh. I swear. If I was if I was still here in this, if I was still in the town, I'm like, oh, you that's you know that's 45 minutes. I'm, yeah, making, yeah, I'm yeah. good. I'm, I'm good. I'm oh. in there. I'm making that right. Yeah. I know where the school at. I don't need no GPS. None. I know exactly where Paige at. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, that would have been crazy, bro. Because. They get that, you know. Of course, now they'll, they'll get a chance to go to the state championship. They win this Friday, man. So yeah, we'll, we'll see but, how that goes. But how you how you feel going to the game? You think they got them? I mean, you know, it's it's gonna be tough. Just like the Henry County game was tough. I mean, mm-hmm. they showed some grit because they were down. They was down twenty one thirteen at one point. Mm-hmm. Came back and got got fifteen unanswered. To uh, to get the twenty eight twenty one dub, man. Henry County, that's a tough place to play at. Um, Page is too. I, I've been there a couple of times, man. They usually have a decent, a real good football team year in and year out. So it's not an easy place to play at. Um, you know, a lot of people kind of griped about how, which I know they don't understand how the uh, the rotation of who's the home team is when it comes to the. To state playoffs, uh, even though yeah. they are Southwind is number one ranked five A team in the state, they they right. had they wasn't they wasn't a home team last week. They had to go on the road last week. They got to go this week again. So you know it is what it is. But I mean, they ain't complaining. You know it's 
if Thanksgiving break, so if they got a chance to, you know what I'm saying, Thursday, you know, after Thursday, Friday morning, Friday afternoon, they can ride on down and yep. get to the game and then come on back, you know what I'm saying, and everything like that. And then they can do it all again. If they do it this week, they can do it all again next week and make that, that six hour, seven hour trip to, to Chattanooga, bro. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, most of this back again. It's back in yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be back in chat again, man. I, I think it's I like gonna be there for a while. I like the venue in chat. I've been to yeah. both. I, I went when it was at Tech, and then I went a couple years ago to chat. And I, I think it just, I think it just fit a little better at chat than it did yeah. in the Tech. So I thought that was I thought that was a smooth switch. Yeah, I, I um too. other other writers that I've talked to said the same thing. They kind of like how where everything is located at and there's kind of some the venue is just is it is just a it's a little bit better there than it was up there at tech so yeah you know i think it's it's gonna be up there for for sure for the for uh football it's gonna be up there and probably in chat for a little minute before they get into those conversations again so yeah bring it, it on it's, it's gonna be nice yeah. though i know we're gonna talk about it but maybe going to bring Bringing the Murphy, bro. Everything else, their basketball, their track. Their- it, literally, that's the, I. I told. I was like, man, everything else is there in Murfreesboro except for football. Except for football. Literally, I mean, three hours from Knoxville, three hours from Memphis. Like you, right there. Like you might as well go ahead. But like I said, I like. I like that. Now all the construction that MT is doing obviously wouldn't be good. Obviously, right yeah. now. Now, I, maybe, think, I think, now probably maybe once they get done, see how it's looking if it. Yeah, they'll, they'll they, might, they might try to see then, but mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, man, uh, we just just sitting up here chopping it up, man. That's a good episode that we got here for you. Um, obviously, you know this is it's, it's Thanksgiving week, so we we focus on the three Fs, man. That's that's family, food, and football. Uh, you know, we that's 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 really where we at with it right now, yeah. for sure, man. Um, mm-hmm. uh, a lot to get into, man. We can we get right off the right off the top with it, going into uh, that Monday night football game here, which uh, pretty it lived up to the hype just a little bit. Not as yeah. not not a lot of fireworks, but as far as competition wise, you know, one of the out of the the top teams in the in the league here, it lived up to the hype between um the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. Obviously, we know um. Philadelphia came out on top, twenty-one seventeen. Um, distancing themselves now with a with the uh, a nine and one record now to improve mm-hmm. on. I think now I think put some uh, uh, well ahead of everybody else far as best record in the league. Um, huge, huge, huge win that they needed. You know, what I'm saying really, I guess you know, I know it doesn't get back for the, the Super Bowl ring, but you know, yeah, just a little get back. Had to feel, had to feel a little good, man. And, you know, the, the the game got everybody up in wraps, man, because it was just mm-hmm. a lot of ebbs and flows in it, man. And then obviously, we we if you ain't seen it by now, we know the big drop that happened from from Marquez Valdez Scandling that pretty much would have probably would have gave the Chiefs the victory at that point, maybe. I don't know. It was still some time left, but... Yeah, it was still 140 um, left on the clock. So. Still, yeah, still a lot of time left, but mm-hmm. the, the way that the defense, for the most part, was playing, I mean, I think they had five or six sacks last night. So, yeah. 
it was they you know you would have liked your chances maybe just a tad bit uh for the for the Chiefs defense to kind of hold on man but what what were your biggest takeaways from last night's game oh the first thing that this is the first Monday night football game that I've sat down and actually watched in a long time um I'm I love football love college football love the NFL I Obviously, when the Dirty Birds are playing, I'm watching, and then if there's a big game, I'll watch. But there hasn't been a – the last time I was excited to watch a Monday night football game was when the Bills played Bengals last year. That was the last time I was excited for one, and obviously, um, unfortunate circumstance happened in that game. We all know about Um But I was excited to watch this one. I think the thing that surprised me the most or I was most impressed with I knew about Philly's defense. Everybody knows about Philly's defense. And <clears throat> I heard, you know, people talking about the Chiefs' defense and them being better and playing well. But we heard that, you know, we heard that last year and years, you know, years prior where it's like, yeah, you know, the Chiefs' defense didn't start off playing well, you know, in the beginning of the season. And as the season went on, they got better in this time in the third. But watching last night, man, that Chiefs' defense is – legit. I mean, I remember <clears throat> Troy Aikman talking about how how many times the Chiefs get free runners at the quarterback. Like, how many times they have free guys blitzing, not being touched at the quarterback. And I'm like, okay. Like, like you saying like it's a lot. You know, I watched it last night and Trent McDuffie is <laughs> back there in Jalen Hurts lap like three times, not the ball, not the ball. I made him fumble. Jalen Hurts recovered it back. Like, they are a good defense. Um, I think that they have some, they have some trouble defending the deep ball. I think so in that secondary wise, but I think they play hard. They fly around. They get to the quarterback. They cause a lot of problems um, defensively. And this is this is this is definitely the best defense that the Chiefs have had since Patrick Mahomes has been the starting quarterback. And then obviously you mentioned it, man. You got. You got some of the drops by the receivers, some of the, some of the missed throws by by Patrick Mahomes. I, they just did not seem in sync yesterday. They didn't seem really in sync offensively. And for Philly, I think that them just finding a way to win. It was not pretty. It was ugly. Um, AJ Brown did not have a. I mean, AJ Brown had one catch last night. Um, but yeah, other guys stepped up. DeAndre Swift, Devontae Smith. When those guys stepped up and made some plays, Jalen Hurts was the big thing about his knee. You know, how is he going to deal with his knee? But Philly's defense coming through and, and holding Kansas City scoreless in the second half. I don't know. I think people are talking about the drops and the, the Travis Kelsey fumble and some of the missed throws. I think they're talking about that more than Philly holding them to nothing. In that second half, that's a big, big deal. Like, yeah, he fumbled, but that fumble had to be caused. Some of the drops or some of the drops and the missed throws and missed throws, but they held the Chiefs scoreless in the second half. And I think they gave them, not I think, I would say they did, but they gave Jalen Hurst in that offense a chance to keep chipping away, chipping, they, chipping away. And finally, they hit that bond to Devontae Smith. It was only a matter of time before somebody had to hit a big chunk play. And it happened to be the Eagles and Devontae Smith. So, um, overall, great game. I enjoyed it. 
Like I said, that's the first time I've watched, sat down and watched a Monday Night Football game in a very, very long time. Um, and I don't know what I'm going to be able to do it again because I don't know what the next good matchup is. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I, was, I, I enjoyed it, man. I enjoyed the game. It was good. It was good to see good football versus between two good teams. Um, and what I, I, I lamented this last year, and I'll throw it to you, I lamented it last year. It looks like we'll finally be able to see the Chiefs, if everything keeps going the way it goes, we'll finally be able to see the Chiefs have to go on the road and win some playoff games, which I I was clamoring for last year, and they might have to do it this year, so we'll see. But last night's game was great. Yeah, I know for me, um, on the Philly side of it, I mean, just the, the way that they kept the way that they kept fighting, because I mean, down being down ten in Arrowhead. I mean, I know it's not necessarily called Arrowhead Stadium anymore, but I'm always call it Arrowhead. Uh, I didn't know they changed the name. It's like some type of GEHA field or something like that. You know, I mean, you know, okay. now folks is they buying and trademarking, mm-hmm. putting their names on all these stadiums now, so it ain't no cool. It ain't the okay. same no more. But I'm a, I'm a always still call it Arrowhead. I can't, I'm, you know, it is what it is. But being in that place down double digits for the most part not too many got not too many teams mm-hmm. <laughs> alone will end up being able to you know come out of there and fight their way back and get the dub so definitely got to give uh, the eagles the credit for their for fighting their way back man not giving up and like you said that goes to that goes to their defense holding Kansas City scoreless in that second half uh for sure because if they, you know, if they're managing, because like you said, the fumble don't happen, that's probably some points right there for Kansas mm-hmm. City at worst three points. You know, the fumble don't happen, that's three points there. If, uh, you know, there's not the the missed throw from Mahomes um, in their deck back there to Watson, that's a touchdown. That's more points, you know, with the interception from KB. So um, got to give credit to the defense for sure. And then offensively, you got to like the fact that um, – with their receiving core or just their offensive weapons in general with the Eagles that uh, they got multiple guys that can get it done. I mean, we know the tear that A.J. Brown has been on these past mm-hmm. few weeks. Um, it was almost that it was a given that he he would go out for, you know, 100 yards. And Monday night wasn't his night, only one mm-hmm. catch. Um, but Devontae Smith had a big night. You know, I think he had – uh, five or six catches, almost had 100 yards by himself. Uh, obviously, that big uh, go route bomb down down there added on to his total. But it was it was his night Monday night. It was his night Monday night. It was, of course, Jalen Hurts doing it a little bit with his legs when he could get out of the pressure. Um, it was it was DeAndre it was the DeAndre Swift's night last night. You know, it was it was other guys other than necessarily just AJ Brown and. We know that the Eagles are capable enough to do that with the guys that they have on offense. You know, it's just we kind of got so used to in a little sport with just A.J. Brown having big game after big game after big game that we thought, okay, he could do it again. And then when he didn't do it, it's just like, oh, man, what's going on with Philly? And then, like you say, you look up and you see, well, Devontae Smith just had a hell of a game. So, you know, it's kind of almost like, Pick your poison. And then DeAndre Smith, DeAndre Swift, you know, I think he rushed for over uh, 70 yards or something like that. So um, they they 
they did what they had to do, man. And then far as with the Chiefs, uh, I knew, I know, like you said, everybody's going to talk about, you know, the drops and everything like that or, you know, the missed throws, whichever side you on with that and want to talk about how bad the receiving core is and, you know, it's just Kelsey and everything like that. I mean, I, is, is it is it some truth to it? Yes. Because we know, like, now, obviously, there's no real number one wide receiver there. So the offense doesn't look as daunting and as scary as it used to be in years past or you know there's not a group there or these guys collectively is not doing what they need to do like even last year I don't think me personally I don't think they had like a true number one outside wide receiver but they had guys that could get it done collectively they had like you know Juju Juju could get some plays going and you know uh every you know last year Valdez Scanlon makes that catch last year I don't you know I'm not sure you know what was going on, you know, what's going on now, whatever. I heard he was out there playing on 2K earlier that day. One of my one of my homeboys actually got a screenshot of it. <laughs> and he was out there playing on 2K. So I don't, I don't know. I'm just joking around. That may not they might not have no real no real meaning to it. But he was on there. I mean he was yeah. on there. So it is what it is. But you brought up the point of Kansas City not scoring in the second half. Um there's a stat out right now that they are the worst second half offensive team. They're they're ranked 32nd, like dead last in offensive production. They haven't scored in the second half, and I think since they said since the middle of October. So they've good. They've gone weeks. So it's not even just one game. They've gone weeks yeah. going in the second half and not scoring anything. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, that is very troubling. For a team that's trying to you make you know make the case to to try to repeat its champs to try to go back to the AFC again, and you know, granted, we know that you know the Bengals are down now without Burrow, and there's no you know Watson's not there with the Browns, but you still got the Ravens. There's the Dolphins. I know the Bills are up and down, so you know it doesn't yeah. seem as 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 heavy hitting as it is, but not being able to score any points in the second half. Yeah, it's very, very troubling. That's if I'm a Chiefs fan, I am very, very concerned about that. That we can put it that basically is saying we can put it together in the first half, but in the second half, either we're getting figured out or we're just doing something completely different that we shouldn't be doing. Mm -hmm. To me, I say that goes back to Matt Nagy. Granted, maybe that's just because I'm not a big fan of his. Yeah, but I don't know. I think that's that's a lot to look into right there, man. I mean, just not being able to score in the second half for weeks if now. You, is, if you do that against Baltimore, it might be hard to score against Baltimore in the first half. Right. If you, right. If you can't score in the second, good night. Right. <laughs> good night. The game is over. If you do that, if you do that against Cleveland. Cleveland's they don't have Deshaun Watson no more. If you do that against Cleveland and Cleveland's defense, good night. Good night. 13 points might be enough. 17 points might be enough versus those defenses. Like you gotta be able to you gotta be able to get something going in the second half. I didn't I didn't know that. I didn't know that stat. And I and I think, that. you know, what was helping them with that is we I think what's helped them with that is is 
we talked about it earlier, the defense, right? They they were able to be opportunistic, opportunistic, make turnovers, keeping maybe the other team from scoring points or they're scoring points mm-hmm. themselves. Um so I know that that's that's helping. But if the defense can't generate those stops, can't generate those turnovers, and you're not putting any points, let's just say they run into Miami again. They might not be able to be so lucky enough to where they force, you know, force those turnovers like that. You know, the offense isn't scoring any points. I mean, like good night, you know, yeah. good night. That you know, you you mentioned Baltimore. That it's it's hard enough to score on them in general. That's so, what I'm <laughs> it's, hard, it's hard. It's hard to score on them too. in general. So yeah, if you can't score, if you can't score on them in one half, you tell me you get a whole half and you can't score on them. You you went for a long night. You went for a long night. So they definitely have to clean that up. It's just they have it. I told I said on the episode last week, man, I don't know. It's just KC this year, it's just not I don't know. It, it, it something just doesn't feel feel right. And, and someone brought it up. I was watching something, I can't remember who it was. So I watched ESPN. <clears throat> and someone brought it up. We've all known since Tyreek Hill left, okay. The Chiefs do not have a number one receiver. Like their number one receiver was Tyreek Hill. Now you can say it's Travis Kelsey, even though he's a tight, he's a tight end. Their number one target is Travis Kelsey. The fact that you did not make a move at all to go get a receiver before the trade trade deadline that falls on your GM, that falls on your head coach. You you got you knew you knew this was a problem. You knew this was a problem. You went back and got McCole Harmon. I don't know if I remember seeing McCole. Maybe he did. But for some reason, I don't remember if I see him line up and play receiver. He was, if night. he I did, I wouldn't know, right. But he's not He's not a number one guy. You you had the trade deadline. You had the opportunity to potentially go and get somebody, and you didn't. You didn't make a move. So it's only week 11. Who knows? But if this – Probably going on for 11 weeks. If this continues to be an issue going into the, the postseason, all you have to blame is yourselves because you could have went and got somebody. You could have got D-Hop. You could have went and got D-Hop. You didn't want to go get him. There's, I know there's some other receivers that you could have went and got, but you didn't You didn't make a move. You didn't go get anybody. You left it alone. And now you, and you, I hate to say you stuck with this, but you're in the situation that you're in right now. Can it get better? Yes. Can it? Can the receivers get better? Yes. Can it get more in sync as an offense? Yes. But you had an opportunity to go get a go-to guy, somebody outside of Travis. Because like you said, I think last year they didn't have a number one guy, but you had Juju Smith-Schuster, you had Scanlon who was playing better, you had Scott Moore, you had Tony. So you had different guys that you could get the ball to so obviously, a bulk of the attention is going to go to Travis Kelsey, but you still kind of had to pay attention to the mother dudes. Juju Smith Schuster is gone. <clears throat> Valdez Scanlon isn't playing really well. I think the rookie Rice. I think he's going to be a guy for them. Just not right now. Not you know right not right now at this moment in time. And then Sky Moore and and Kadarius uh, Kadarius Tony. Those guys aren't really number one receiver types. Those are more your number two slot guy, kind of, you know, that type of deal. So they got to work with what they got to work with right now. Um, 
I don't know what happened to Justin Ross. I guess he got hurt again, or what. I haven't seen him. Haven't seen him a lot, but he could be. He could be a guy. I don't know. What, you know, I don't know what's going on. But um, they had an opportunity to try to make this situation better, and they chose not to. So if it turns out that they don't make the run that this that they thought they would have this year, and a large part of that goes to really not having a guy, all they can do is fault themselves. Yeah. And then last thing on this, and then we'll, we'll move on with it. On on Philly side of it now, sitting at nine and one, pretty much right now, this is they're in the the meat of their schedule. They just got done with the the Cowboys the week ago, had the Chiefs mm-hmm. this past week, the Bills next week, um, and then the NFC championship rematch in, in a couple more weeks against the 49ers. And then the Cowboys again the week after that. I mean, with just one loss, do you do you see them really losing another game or two since, or do in this in this, or do do they take their foot off the gas, or do they keep going and, and until they feel like everything is clinched? Which I guess is because it's still it's still a ways to go, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you can do they look? Does it look like any of those teams can even you know beat them? <laughs> Yeah, I think the Cowboys, it's, it's always tough to beat a divisional opponent twice. Um, I think the Cowboys will have a shot. I think the 49ers, especially if the 49ers are healthy with Debo, Trent Williams, those guys, I think they'll be, um, they'll be a tough game as well. I think that, I don't think they'll take their foot off the gas. I think they'll keep playing because they have to clinch. I think on the mission too, I think they'll be looking to proof of point when it comes to the Cowboys or when it comes to that San Francisco game um, to prove a point of we didn't just win that game because Brock Purdy went out. Like we would have won regardless if Brock Purdy was in or not. Um, so I think they'll be able to prove a point in, in some of those games, make a statement because um, they have to. I mean, you don't want to lose those games. You don't want right. to lose them. You don't want to lose the Bills. You don't want to lose to the Cowboys. You don't want to lose to San Francisco. So do I think They'll finish the season with one loss. No, I think they'll. I think they'll have another loss somewhere down the road. I don't see them going sixteen to one, but I think they're definitely not going to slow down. I think they'll keep playing well. I think their defense will keep playing well, um, and I think they'll keep finding ways to win football games. But um, I think they'll have another loss somewhere. I one. I could see one of those three teams getting up, whether it be Buffalo. Not Philly, Buffalo, Dallas, or or San Fran. For sure, for sure. Man, we go ahead and get into these uh pickums for the week. Week twelve coming up. Obviously, we we getting spoiled. Actually, this week is just it's an interesting week. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you got the normal, you know, Thanksgiving games that you got. So obviously, you started off with uh, Detroit. Um. Who had a miraculous last like two three minute comeback right there against Chicago, um, going up against you know Green Bay, uh, then of course you got the, the Cowboys playing Washington, um, and that 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 second game, and then you got that night game right there between uh, two divisional opponents uh, with uh, the uh, Seahawks and the 49ers. Um, and then on Friday you got a, a game on Black Friday, <laughs> yeah, um, between the between the Dolphins and the Jets, so. <laughs> um, interesting little week here that we got going on. 
um, in the NFL. But uh, I guess, you know, the one game that I saw out of all of that that caught my attention is the 49ers and the Seahawks just because um, a game separated between them for first place. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, Seattle is trying to keep up with the 49ers, and the 49ers are going to be able to – uh, keep this groove that they got going. It seemed like after the trade deadline and once they got Chase Young and the way they dominated against the Jaguars and then uh, the the way they looked uh, last week. Who was it that they played this, uh, Tampa, this past sorry. week against Tampa? So um, looking like they're kind of getting their groove back here. Who you got in this one between uh, the 49ers and the Seahawks? I'm going to take the 49ers. The Seahawks are kind of, granted, only a game back behind the 49ers, they, I think they've been playing a little bit better than what they've played so far this season. Um, they lost some lost some, some games that I thought they, they would have won. Let's come off of last year, man. Seattle was rolling um, late last year. And so it's still the middle of the season technically because you got that, that extra week now. So they definitely could catch fire and this would be a great time to, to catch fire, especially only being a game behind San Fran. But um, I think this is just a different football team with, with Debo and Trip Williams in the lineup. They are a different offense, different football team. I think they those two guys just bring an extra sense of they just they play harder. It's a different level of swag. Like this is it's a different feel. With those guys, I, I think San Francisco is a hard-nosed, tough, physical football team. And I think the guys that exemplify that on that squad is Trent Williams, Fred Warner, and Debo Samuel. I think those three guys, and I would, I would venture to add Christian McCaffrey in that too. But I think when, when Debo and, and Trent are in there, like you watch the videos, and we've all seen the videos – and coming out with the boom box and they, they you know, all hype scene rapping to whatever song coming out to. Who's in the front every time? It's Debo and it's Trent. Like those guys, I think those two guys are like are keys to that football team and their success and what they do. So I'm gonna go with the 49ers getting them getting those two guys back. I think that sets the tone for them. They set the tone. For that team offensively, um, and I think they beat Seattle. Although it's going to be tough being, being up there in Seattle, that's always that's a tough place to play. I, I used to hate. I used to hate it when the Falcons had to go out there and play. I'm like ah, we got to go to Seattle again. Like, bro, bro, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not so, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to, to play there. It always is. But I'm gonna go with the 49ers. Yeah, I'm gonna roll with the 49ers as well too. Um, just I don't know. I don't know what it is about Seattle, man. Like they, they're uh, they are a solid football team, but they just have lapses where you know they mm-hmm. they struggle a lot. I mean, they've I, if I'm not mistaken, I think they've already got swept by the Rams this year already. If I'm not mistaken, so, I know yeah. they, so that's already two losses there. Having to play, you know, the 49ers here. Uh, I don't know. I just think this is the wrong time to play <laughs> this 49ers team. I feel like they I feel like now these past two weeks they've gotten their groove back. And and they and they saw what happened, you know, yesterday on Monday night, man. They they know they gotta find a way to keep pace and try to keep up with mm-hmm. Philly 
So that way, when that matchup comes, that could give them another loss. And then, you know, they can get some more help to where maybe on this time, this side, maybe they're the one seed and not Philly, you know, just yeah. depending on how it is. So um, they got a lot to play for, a lot they riding on. Obviously, they get this. They kind of spread out their lead some more in the division, which is the first thing that you got to do before you think about anything else is kind of win that yeah. division. So um, I think the 49ers will take it. Uh, it'll, it'll be a good game for sure. Um, I think it'll be something to tune into for sure that Thursday night. Hopefully, if you're not too full from all the food, you can stay up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> to watch it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hopefully, you can stay up and you you good enough yeah. to watch it, man. And you can do it there, man. So, I'm going to go with the 49ers on that one. Uh, man, next game on tap. Got to be, you know, the surprise team of the year for sure. Um, but we got the Jacksonville Jaguars heading down to Houston to play the 6-4 and four Houston Texans. If the playoffs started today, the Houston Texans would be in the playoffs. Wow. This is crazy. And not only that's crazy, the fact that this game right here probably is going to determine who wins the AFC South. Houston has already upset Jacksonville back earlier this season, so they already got the head-to-head, uh, even though Jacksonville is a game in front. But Houston wins this, they get it off the tiebreaker. So this is essentially going to be for the AFC South Championship for the most part, it seems like, for right now, depending on what happens. Um, I mean, Jacksonville just came off a good win against the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Houston did what they needed to do against the Cardinals. Uh, so it's it's a lot a lot right on the line here right here, uh, man. Who you got in this one? Uh, this is a pickle, man. Jacksonville is favored by two points. I, I did not think I would be leaning towards picking the Texans in this game. Like I, I didn't think this this. Before the season, this would not be a game that we would pick because it's, it's like Houston's supposed to be bad and Jacksonville's supposed to be good. So like, okay, we know who's <laughs> you like you right. know who's winning that one. Um, CJ Stroud is definitely the offensive rookie of the year in a lot of people's minds. He should be in the MVP race, and I think if if CJ Stroud wasn't his quarterback, Tank Dale might be. <laughs> next up for offensive rookie of the year. He's killing the game too. So the the Texans are playing good football. They are clicking. CJ Stroud is 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 rolling right now. They had that offense clicking on all cylinders. Obviously D'Amico Ryan's being a defensive guy. He's got the defense playing well too. Like you said, Houston already beat Jacksonville early this season. I think because of that, and I think because of the urgency, because this, it, like you said, if if Houston wins this game on on Sunday, and you know they beat up on Indianapolis and, and Tennessee again, like Houston is going to win this, <laughs> Houston's going to win this division. Like if they win this game on Sunday, Houston, I'd be shocked if they lost the division. So because of that, I'm gonna pick Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville gets it, and I think they 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 split this series this year, but CJ Stroud, man, CJ Stroud and this Houston, Texas football team, they they Jacksonville's catching them at the wrong time because they're playing with confidence. They got a swagger about them. 
I think they've they've still I think they're still kind of going under the radar a little bit. Like I still don't think a lot of people are talking about Houston and and what they have going on. But I, I'm gonna go Jacksonville because they can't if they lose this game, man. They're gonna be fighting for a wild card spot because I'll be hard pressed to see Houston losing to Indianapolis or losing to to uh, to Tennessee twice if they haven't played them already. Yeah, I man, I was going back and forth on this for sure because uh, far as far as how it goes with win loss record, technically these were the these are the two. These are the two hottest teams. They both won four out of their last five. Mm-hmm. Um, they're in the, now the, each loss that they each have are kind of bad losses. Uh, Houston lost a close one to Carolina, um, <laughs> and then obviously we know two weeks ago what happened to Jacksonville. They pretty much got manhandled um, by the Forty ers and I just think they just caught the Forty ers You know, you know, off the bye week or off the. Uh, trade deadline bye week that they yeah, it was bye week so off the bye mm-hmm. week and everything like that I think they just caught them you know they just it wasn't gonna be that day um I think Jacksonville finds a way to get it done um I, I think it'll be a good game so mm-hmm. I won't be surprised when it ends up being you know very entertaining very high scoring um but I think last week Jacksonville got back on track with Tennessee uh, against Tennessee, and they, and, you know, I think they want to find a way to, you know, keep that rhythm going. Uh, I think that was the probably the best Calvin Ridley game we've seen since probably the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe Trevor Lawrence and, and, and Rig can get back on that track there, you know, and use all these weapons to their advantage for sure. Uh, but, I, I mean, I think it's going to be a good game. I'd be, I wouldn't be surprised or shocked if Houston ended up winning it. Uh, at this point now, I, I don't put nothing past them now at this point. Mm-hmm. So um, I I wouldn't be surprised at that. But I think in the end, um, Jacksonville will try to make sure that they hold on and have a firm grasp to this division. Because at, at this point, if they do that, that's kind of like a two game difference now at that yeah. point. Because mm-hmm. in the in the win loss in, in the loss column, that's going to be huge. So um, it'll be close. As Vegas thinks it is, well, they're only being a two point favorite. Uh, but I'm gonna go with Jacksonville. I think they get it done. And then the last game we got here on tap, um, we just got done talking about this team earlier in the episode. We got the Eagles back at home, um, going up against the Buffalo Bills. Um, who I don't know, just can't quite put my finger on them. One week they're hot, next week they're cold. Uh, it's just a, a lot of that. And then, you know, obviously this is Philly, um, best team in the league right now. Uh, do they keep it going against Buffalo? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think the Bills are just not clicking offensively right now. It's just it, – it does not – man, I, I wanted to – I've been wanting the Bills to get it going and, and, and win some win – some, some games and get to the Super Bowl, man, for a couple of years now. And you just get the feeling that it might, that window of opportunity might be closing on this, this Buffalo Bills team. Um, now, I will say that I don't think the AFC is a lot because I think there are, just like in the NFC, I think there are teams 
that have flaws. I think Miami has flaws. I think Baltimore has flaws. I think the Chiefs have flaws. So there isn't a team in either conference where it's just like there's just head head and shoulders above everybody. It's like they're they're probably a lock, but <clears throat> you got the you know what seems to be the issues with with Stephon Diggs and and. You know, him not really getting the ball. Josh Allen got all the stuff with Trayvon Diggs or his brother tweeting out the stuff that he tweeted and everything. It's, it's the defense, they're still dealing with injuries. The injury bug has hit him again this season. I just I don't know if they I don't know if they have enough to hang with Philly um on Sunday. Should be a good game. Should be a very good game. I'm pretty sure it'll be It'll be the game of the week on um, this this week. It'll be on on Fox at four thirty or whatever. But I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Eagles at home. Go with the Eagles at home. Yeah, I'm gonna roll with the Eagles too. Um, Buffalo will make it a game. It's just, uh, it's like like what we said about Josh Allen earlier, or you know, right before we kind of uh, we we got on. I mean, he he's bound to give you one or two. Um, yeah. The Eagles find a way to get turnovers. Um, that's just that's just what they do. That's just what he does. Um, <laughs> it's an eye for an eye. It, it is what it is. Um, and, and usually, when the Eagles get those turnovers, they they cash those in into points. Um, it's not too many times that they miss out on that. So I think that's what'll end up happening. I think it'll be a good game. You know, maybe we'll see. Um, you know, something similar to. What we just saw on um, this past Monday night, you know, a little back and forth. Mm-hmm. Mike, don't don't expect the maybe not a whole bunch of points, but just enough of big plays to where or notable plays to where you are gonna remember, okay, this play right here is what made it yeah. what made this go for this or what made it go bad for them or anything like that. So um I don't know. I wish Buffalo was a little bit better, but you know yeah. it is what it is. And I don't think it's a you know I don't think it was a coaching thing. I know they got rid of Ken Dorsey as an offensive coordinator. I don't think it was necessarily him. I just think Josh Allen is just he's just bound to get you. He's bound to give you one or two turnovers every week. It's just it is what it is. I think you got to you got to live with it. So mm-hmm. that's just that. I mean, yeah, they make the big explosive plays, but sometimes he tries to go for too much, and it ends up biting them in the butt. So. Um, I just think that's what's gonna happen again this Sunday, and I think the Eagles improved to ten and one, and that's just that's just dead on that with it. So I don't know. It's gonna be a lot of good games this week. Um, mm-hmm. um, a lot of meaningful games here too. Uh, you know, just first place on the line in a lot of different divisions. You know, playoff spots and everything like that. So it's it's starting to get there. You know, because once we turn the page here to December. Then we really, you know, we get we getting locked in here to trying to figure out who's gonna make this 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 uh this playoff this year. So, mm, yeah. And uh, speaking of playoffs, um, today the new rankings for the college football playoffs just came out um yep. a few hours ago, um, and now not much has changed outside of there's a new team in the top four. Um, so there's obviously Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan still up there at the top three. Washington coming off that big win uh, on the road against Oregon State is now at four. Mm-hmm. Florida State is at five, and the rest kind of 
stayed packed. Um, Oregon, Texas, Alabama, Missouri, Louisville in that top ten. Um, I saw. I don't. I don't know about you, but I saw quite a few people like on my Twitter, on my timeline, complaining about how Washington barely got out against Oregon State and they move up and Florida State moves down. And I was like, are y'all kidding me right now? What and are we I had, talking about? I was like, are you kidding me right now? I was like, um, I, had, I asked him, I said, yo, I told him, I said, yo, what what conference you think has been the best this year so far top to bottom in college football? And they were like, uh, I guess the Pac-12. No, ain't no guessing. It's it's been the Pac-12. I'm like, then I was like, I was like, I was like, you just just tell me who did or uh, who did Washington just play, and then who did Florida State just play last week? Don't worry, I wait. Okay, case is closed, right? Okay, I don't think. Now I was watching the show, and I think Herb Herstory made a great point. I don't think Washington jumped. Florida State because of the injury to to Jordan Travis. No. I think they got it just because they got another quality win mm-hmm. and pretty they they you know they got another quality win on the road, another rank uh another rank win that they got there. So they've uh, they got at least two. It's probably some more on here looking at who I was ranked up there in the in the in the top twenty five. I'm not sure if I can't remember if Washington play Arizona or not this year? They probably I don't know if they did or not. If they did, they that's did. What they, they did. did. So, Arizona, so yeah, but they did. So, <laughs> so literally, Oregon, Oregon State, and Arizona teams who are ranked other Pac-12 teams who are ranked in this in this college football playoff top twenty-five. They beat them all. Compared to what Florida State only has, who North Carolina State and Clemson. Then, so that's, yeah, or did they did they even play North Carolina State? No, they didn't play North Carolina State. So what? One they played one they Clemson earlier, and then they played obviously Florida State to open the season. I mean Florida State LSU. Season. Oh LSU, that's right, that's right LSU. So okay, still two. So I'm just like Duke was ranked when they played Duke. Duke was ranked when they played Duke, but they were missing. You know, they beat them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, but, yeah. I'm like, are y'all kidding me right now? I'm like. What what are y'all talking yeah. about? But what are we, you know, what are we talking about? There's, I mean, I literally, I mean, I said it, I said it on the last episode. If Washington beats Oregon State, they should be they should be the number four team in the ranking because Florida State's playing North Alabama. They're playing North Alabama. I think it has nothing to do with Jordan Travis' injury. And I literally sat. This is once again our season ended two weekends ago. So this the first weekend I was able to sit down and watch football, and I watched that. Fo- I watched the game. It was torrential raining. It was wind, and Washington is a passing football team. They want to throw the ball, and Oregon State wants to run the football, and that's what they did, and that's what Oregon State did, and they found the way. That defense for Washington found a way, and when Michael Penix. And Oduzier is a dude. When they had to make a play, they made them. Whether it be for touchdowns, they threw a third and three, a first down ends the game, and they threw a fade, a back shoulder fade for a first down. It ended the football game. And y'all trying to tell me 
that Washington should still be outside of the top four after what they did on the road? Especially when, if I'm not mistaken, I think I think Michael Penny's Jr. went like far as not game time, but far as like actual time. I think he went like an hour without completing the without pass. Without completing the pass. He went real like an hour without, without completing without the pass, completing like real time, it. without completing the pass. Uh, like you said, Oduze was the only one who could catch the ball, it seemed like, only at one, one point. Like <laughs> He seemed like he was the only one that could catch the ball, so I'm just – I don't know. I'm like, to me, I'm like, you tell me a, t- a top five team went on the road and got a big win over another ranked team compared to top fifteen team, a homecoming. Man. You know what I'm saying, Play- dude? I'm taking the first one. What do you mean? Like, what are we? What are we talking about? What, yeah, like, it, what are we talking about? And on top of that, struggling. They were struggling with North Alabama. They were down thirteen to nothing, I think, <laughs> and before they reeled off the rest and, so, and got going. I mean, you know, I, and I hate it. I hate it. Uh, what, I didn't even see what the injury was. I just you don't want to see it. Is it a knee? Well, what is it? I, I didn't. It, it it was it was around like the lower leg, ankle area. Okay, ankle more ankle than anything. It was bad. It went. It didn't look like how it was supposed to look like. That's all I let you. Okay. That's all you need to know. Yeah. So I hate. I was. I hate that for Florida State because he. I mean, he. That's your trigger man. He gets everything. Yeah. Like I said, I don't think. I don't think it had anything to do with that. But I think it had to do more with Washington's performance last Saturday. Yeah, and I mean it. It they had to pull out the air cast, so mm-hmm. that lets you know how severe it really was. Yeah, yeah it was bad. But even still, right, even if I'm Florida State, even if I'm Florida State, I don't feel bad about dropping one spot because, number one, I only dropped one spot. I dropped from four to five. Yeah. Okay. Two and three are going to play each other this week. Boom. Okay. All you have have to do is Florida. Beat Florida. Beat Louisville. You're in. That's it. Because that that there, there's a spot already given, and then obviously this could we could see a potential. We could see a well. I think we will. Or maybe I think I'm. I don't know. I had to look and see. Still, how I think we see a potential rematch between Washington and Oregon. Yeah, for, it's still for the Pac-12. So I'm not sure if the stipulations, and I think Oregon still has to win this week for it. But either way. <laughs> They're in a. They're still in a good spot to where if they handle their business, which also is kind of similar to, kind of similar to the year Ohio State won it. JT Barrett goes down. Yep. The the committee kind of they they moved Ohio State, but they didn't really dock them because of the injury. Uh-huh. They they let it play out for the Big Ten championship. They they dog Wisconsin fifty nine to nothing, and then they get oh. in. So. I mean, you know, all of sudden, all is not lost just because you fall down one spot. Like, literally, literally is is there. So, you know, I don't know, man. People were <laughs> people. A couple people I seen saying that I was just like, I had to tell them, I was like, bro, are you serious? Like, it's literally just a swap in one spot. But I'm like, it's and it it has nothing to do with Jordan Travis. It's literally like if you look at Washington and who they beating. Mm-hmm. You 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 had to give it to him eventually. I mean, yeah, I you know I don't understand that, but you know, it is what it is. That I don't have, I didn't have any issues with the rankings. I'm fine with it. Uh, once again, this is another week where 
it's going to play out. I mean, you know, there's some other little things to look at. Uh, Liberty is into the top 25 rankings, so they're in there at 25. Tulane is at 23. Um, so mm-hmm. interesting to see who might end up getting that group of five uh, spot yep. right there to go into a New Year's Six. If uh, Tulane slips up either this week against, I think, UTSA is who they play, and then obviously in the AAC championship, that opens it up for Liberty to, if they can finish undefeated in Conference USA play, there you we, might go. See, we might see Conference USA represented in, into uh, into uh, a New Year's Six game, which is, that's going to be insane. Yeah. <laughs> for sure, that's going to be insane. And the fact that it's going to be a newcomer, like they just got there, that's that's insane. Yeah. But we'll leave we'll leave that comment. Shout out so to the for yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. They got the senior date though. Shout out for the senior. They got the senior date though. So yeah, shout yeah, out. shout out, shout out to the to the to the alma mater man. Yeah, I sure. definitely would like to see us see a, another team in blue be that rep. Be that yeah, I'll be going to that game for sure. Man, <laughs> man. But yeah, man, a, a a great week. Obviously, this week is. One of if you're a college football fan, this is one of your favorite weeks. Um, mm-hmm. Rivalry week, um, a lot of a lot of rivalries that's getting played this week, man. Um, this is this is where um, this is where the talking amongst your family members, friends, whoever, where it really oh, yeah. is heightened because you've been waiting 365 days for this game. Whether if you won it, you you've been talking you've been talking mess all year. If you won it, if you lost last year, you've been waiting for this one to come back so you can get the get back. Um, mm-hmm. But it's crazy though because now we're just it's it's hard it's crazy to say, but like man, we're at a it's the end of an era, man. When it comes to uh, some of these games, though these rivalries, the way it goes. I mean, granted, we're getting some back, but uh, we're, we're we're losing we're losing quite a few rivalries, man. Uh, TCU and SMU, they're going to keep playing for, I think, the next year or two, but they won't be playing each other for a while. Um, Bedlam is not happening for no time for the foreseeable future, so no more Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. We won't see that one for God know how long. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There won't be after this week. There's no more Oregon, Oregon State. That's done for for a while. We won't see that for a long time. Um, same thing with Washington, Washington State, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I mean, pretty much just about all the Pac-12 rivalries are finito just because it's not going to be a, a Pac-12 anymore. Um, yeah. For the majority of the conference, either going heading out to the Big Ten or the ACC uh, or, you know, to the Big 12. So uh, we've seen that. Um, this is the last year for the 14 playoffs. So, now we, you know, we getting into that, and no more SEC on the CBS. It's just, it's coming to an end, bro. It's coming to an end. It's crazy, right? I guess what what part of this, I want to. I guess you can say you that you miss the most, or kind yeah. of bummed out about that it's not going to be happening anymore. I think just, I think the biggest thing, man, is I. I, I I, I hate the fact that it seems like the game that I grew up loving is so much more so about money than it is about the tradition and 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 
you know, tradition in the school, tradition in the region, the state, like that type of stuff. Obviously, money, I mean, money is going to always be a, a driving force. Uh, but a lot of the stuff that you're seeing, man, is, is, is money. Teams going, you know, Pac-12 teams going to the Big Ten. It's money. You know, you're talking about teams in the West Coast. I think it was Stanford and Kyle joining the ACC or something like that. Like, money. Big, you know, teams joining the Big 12. Money. Um, right, so I, I, I think that's the part that I kind of, you know, that's part part of what's kind of got me like, hey man. But I think just like you say, you lose some of those, losing some of those rivalries, losing some of those games. Now you say you get some of them back. It'd be good to have Texas and Texas A and M. It'd be good to see Oklahoma and Texas A and M. It'd be good to see uh, Missouri and Texas. It'd be good to see um, you get those old Southwest conferences. You get you know Arkansas and Texas. Like it'd be good to get some of those back. Um, but you're going to miss a lot of them. And uh, I think another thing, too, so you brought up the, the CBS, the, the SEC on CBS, man. I mean, you grew up in the South, man. I, I love the NFL, but college football reigns supreme in the South. And that 330 game, that was it with – with Vern Lundquist, man, I'm talking. I'm talking with Vern Lundquist days. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm talking back in those days, man. Like that, I think that's that's gonna be that's gonna be tough. That that's tough, man. To not have the game of the week at three thirty on, on on CBS, you know that's where everybody's tuned in. Now you know it's gonna be on. I think it's gonna be on ABC now. It's just not gonna feel not gonna feel the same. That intro, you know, the intro music, like it's just yeah. If, I, if it's it all like, I guess you call myself a, I guess a traditionalist. I guess where it's like, man, like I, I want the Pac twelve, I want the Big Twelve, the Big Ten, it's like regionally, man. Like I, that's how it's supposed to be. That's how I feel. Like that's how it's supposed to be. And so we're getting away from that um, on top of the SEC. Leaving CBS, I think that that just pulls a heart string a little bit, like right here, right here. But um, shoot, man, it's, it's the way that it's it's the way that we're going. So I think we're going. There'll be some out. There'll be good that come from it and everything. But uh, definitely, I mean, you talking twenty. I go back to I mean twenty. One year, twenty-two years, where I can say I can remember remember watching college football. Right, that's what, that's what I've been used to. So it'll be different, but you know, it is what it is, man. Got to It's here now, so got to do it. Got to deal with it. Yeah, I, I think for me, it is for. I mean, yeah, for sure, some of the rivalries and the fact of what what gets me about. The SEC on CBS is it seemed like when it would like that when that three thirty or two thirty slot when it came on there, it seems like for somehow some way I don't know how they how they did it, but it almost seemed like every week it was like the game to watch, or even there was if it no, wasn't no, like no yeah, game or, like, e- or even there. if it wasn't like the game to watch, it, at least like when you got there or when it would came on like. The crowd gonna be rocking. It's 50, 60, 70, depending on where they at. You know, eighty thousand mm-hmm. crazy fan. You know, what I'm saying the stadium's packed. It's jammed. It's it's just going crazy. 
I don't know if the Big Ten can replicate that, bro. Like, because they're going. <laughs> the Big Ten is is getting the three thirty now, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if the yeah. Big Ten. I don't know if the Big Ten can replicate that because I, I'm just you know I'm just thinking about well, okay. I mean, I know now that they're they're getting UC uh, USC and UCLA and all you know and all those things, but I mean. Bro, outside of you know, outside of Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, Iowa, you know, because their tradition and Wisconsin because yeah. of their tradition. I mean, Nebraska. Well, no, Nebraska's going back to the Big Twelve, right? Or they're I think they're going back to the Big Twelve. I think so, they're going back. So I, I mean, but you, I, I, yeah, I can't remember. But I mean, you know, it's just kind of like, bro, do I? Re- you know, when when two thirty, three o'clock come. 3.30, you know, whichever, whatever side you on, do I really want to sit there and looking forward to seeing Northwestern and Rutgers play? You know what I mean? If that's, <laughs> you know that's, that's, that's going to be the, the 3.30 like, game, and I know that they, they crowd is not the same, and it's just, I don't know, man. That, yeah, that's, to me, that's, you know, the, the rivalries it is what it is. Like, I know we're going to get some new ones here made, and it, it can make up for it, and eventually cooler heads are going to prevail, and maybe they'll come back to it. But just, damn it, not seeing the SEC on CBS at that that, that afternoon time is going to mess with me, bro. It's going to mess with me. I, I, I It is. I'm, I'm, like, I'm, pro, I'm programmed CBS 330. That's what, that's what I'm used to doing. And like you said, like, Okay, it's a it's a week where Ohio State isn't playing Penn State or Penn State isn't playing Michigan. So then we get to watch Penn State play Illinois. It's not really? gonna it's just it's just not gonna hit the same, really? bro. That's, it's not gonna hit the same it's just not gonna hit the same. Okay. It's not gonna hit the same, bro. And then like you get to listen to it's so like it's Brent Musburger and uh and uh, oh, I can't remember my uh, guy. Gary Danson. Yeah, they're they gonna call yeah. those. That's a good question. I don't like. I don't know. Are they gonna call those games? Or that's they a good question. If they make that, if they make their way over to to uh, ABC, then I wouldn't be as like. Okay, at least you keep the voices. You you keep the voices a little. I think that's a part of it too. Like, yeah, yeah. The, it, was, it was Vern and Gary Danson. Now it's Britt Musburger. Like, you keep those same voices. So if they if they're gonna do like now we stick with the SEC, then cool. If you know. They probably have contracts with CBS, so they're probably calling the CBS games. Yeah, but just yeah, I, yeah, it's it's gonna be different. That'll be the biggest. That'll be the biggest difference for sure. It's not seeing. It's not seeing that. It's not seeing the SEC or CBS. But money talks, man. Money talks. <laughs> hey, for sure. You know what to say about that, man. That's that's real life. Ain't nothing you can do about that. For real, for real. And they. Nope. When they throwing it out there in front of you, dog. I'm like, mm, yeah, I think I'm gonna go ahead and uh, take this deal right here. <laughs> yeah, can you, Kim? Like, can you really turn that down? You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. You know, I don't know. But, ee, man, it's, it's it's gonna be tough. So, we'll get ready to move on here to uh, to our pickums, man, for the week. Uh, even though it's a lot of rivalry games on tap, you know. Not too many hold as many importance as it is with these two games right here, man. So, first game on tap we got here, um, the last installment of it, as we mentioned earlier, for the for the foreseeable future, 
Uh, it used to be called the Civil War, but now they battle for what they call the the, the Platypus Trophy. So I guess they got rid of the I guess they got rid of the Civil War name and went with this. I guess try to find something a little bit more. Yeah, in the Beaver. Yeah. 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 I guess, man, it is what it is. But I mean, yeah, it's all for sure. So this is Oregon, Oregon State. Uh, Oregon State would love to play spoiler because Mm -hmm. um, if Oregon wins, obviously they clinch that that second spot into the Pac-12 championship and get the rematch with – get that rematch with um with Washington. However, if Oregon State wins and then Arizona I think if Arizona wins their matchup against Arizona State, I think at that point I'm not sure if those two teams, I don't know if Oregon or Arizona played each other or not, and I don't think they did. So, I don't know how that tiebreaker works between Arizona and Oregon, but obviously that that starts from chaos right there if Oregon State ends up winning. But if Oregon wins, obviously they clinch their second spot and get their rematch with Washington. Uh, The game is in Eugene. That that might help a little bit. Oregon is a two-touchdown favorite. I get it because of the way that they've been playing. They have dominated teams pretty much week in and week out ever since they've lost to, uh, to Washington. Uh, who you got in this one? So to to go to get you over the scenario, so Oregon just needs to win, and they're in. Or they need Arizona State to lose to Arizona to lose to Arizona State. Gotcha. For Arizona to play, they need a win versus Arizona State, and then they they need Oregon State to beat Oregon. So if Oregon loses and Arizona Arizona beats Arizona State, then Therein. Um I talked about it last week, obviously, where Oregon State definitely playing, you know, could be playing spoiler and 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 and, and all of this for Washington, you know, beating Washington and turn around and beating Oregon and giving both of those teams losses and, and playing for a for a, a conference championship. Obviously that's out of the picture now. So like you said, now is this can we beat our in-state rival? Like I said, we might not be playing them, you know, for another couple of years, which I think they still need to fight, figure out a way to keep these rivalries going, especially in-state rivals. Like you got to find a way to keep those going. Um, yeah. But regardless, um, Oregon State is a physical football team, man. Like they, they, they run the ball. That's what they're going to do. They don't hide. Or they don't shy away from it. It's, here it comes. And what are you going to do? They have a running back that weighs 230 pounds. They have a quarterback that weighs 250. It was like, bulky your chin strap. Because here we come. Um, obviously, we know Oregon is high flying and, and things like that. I think that seeing how Oregon State played Washington, I don't think that they'll have a hard time dealing with, a, dealing with an offense that it's how octane that can score and throw the ball, um, especially in bunches like Washington, like Oregon can do. I mean, if, if Oregon State was to win, you're talking about starting. I mean, he's just starting chaos, just start, just starting chaos throughout the country, really. 
because um, now you have other teams that you know are looking and potentially might have a shot to get into the playoff. I'm gonna pick Oregon. I'm gonna pick Oregon to win. Um, I think it's another close game. I don't think you know Oregon goes in there and blows them out. This is this is gonna be a test to see how physical Oregon can be. Though Oregon State's gonna test them. We're gonna see how physical Oregon can be on Saturday. I'm gonna I'm go with Oregon though. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick the Ducks, and I think they get a rematch. I think they get a rematch with Washington because um, ultimately that's what I want to see. I do want to see a rematch between Oregon and Washington for for the championship for that sort of championship. So I'm gonna pick Oregon. Yeah. Now um, Oregon State did beat Oregon last year. Yeah. Uh, up there in, in Corvallis, so um, it was interesting to see what's going to happen with that. But I'm with you. I think Oregon will find a way to get it done. Um, Hopefully they're not trying to look ahead and think like, all right, you know, this for them, they might say, you know, all right, this little bro, it is what it is. And and, and we got to get ready for Washington because it's not clinched yet. It's not official. Yep. So um, hopefully they, 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 they focus our laser. Uh, they'll be ready to go, ready to rock. Um, it's, uh, I think, start time sometime in the afternoon. So they don't have to worry about it being, well, out there, it might be a little early for them, but I think I know sometime in the afternoon here. It's or eight, maybe it's eight thirty. It'll be eight thirty Eastern, so yeah, five thirty out there. So yeah, in, in the in the afternoon form, so they should be good, focused, ready to go. Um, I think Coach Landon would make sure him and I mean they got a veteran quarterback in Bo Nix. He's one of, a Heisman candidate. Uh, I think they'll be they'll be focused. They know what the task is at hand. I don't think they'll let this moment get in the way or get distracted by anything. Um, and they'll try to make sure that they take care of business against uh, Oregon State. I like Oregon, too. I, I think it'll be entertaining. It'll be close. I mean, you never know. It's a rivalry game. Um, mm-hmm. They go they go 50-50. You throw records and stipulations and all that out of the window. Oh, um, I'm pretty sure Oregon State would like to do what Oklahoma State did, you know, win the last one that we see for the foreseeable future. And we can say, if it's been 10 years since we played, we'll be like, well, we beat y'all the last time, you know, <laughs> we played or whatever and, and everything like this. So they would love for that to, to have that, which either team would probably love to say that right now, if this is the last matchup, you know, for a while until they can possibly fix something there to say that, well, we won this last one here for you for sure. Um, but I'm going to go with Oregon. I think they'll pull it out. It'd be close, but I'm going to go with Oregon. Um, and then obviously, man, the the game that we've circled <laughs> really after, since after the game was finished last year, <laughs> uh, coming back to it again, same uh, same situation. I think as last year, both teams coming in eleven to zero, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, both teams yep. came in eleven to zero, undefeated. Um, Clearly, this is this is like a almost a de facto playoff game in itself, mm-hmm. to a certain yep. extent to get it started here. Um, but we got Ohio State going up into Ann Arbor, um, playing Michigan. Obviously, there's no coach Har- uh, coach uh, Harbaugh there again. He's going to serve um, the suspension, um, but there's that. Big noon kickoff. I mean, it's it's really nothing else really to explain, man. A lot riding on to it. Uh, who you got in this one? I, I want to hear your thoughts first on this one, man. 
I mean, it's just, it's interesting, right? I mean, Michigan has looked shaky the past couple of weeks here, yep. compared to compared to how they've looked, you know, the prior <laughs> weeks to that, you know, and everything like that. So, you know, that's that. I mean, I'm just kind of looking at this, right? Michigan has won two in a row, right? The last time Michigan has won three games in a row in this series was from 95 to 97. So we talking about the Charles Wilson era. Charles Wilson. <laughs> we, yeah. we talking about the Charles Wilson era. This is the last time they won uh, the three in a row. I mean, and now we, you know, they they won two in a row. You know, obviously come going in there to Ann Arbor and doing. I mean, going into Columbus and doing what they did last year. Mm-hmm. And of course, the what jump started it was the win. Uh, two years ago in Ann Arbor for them. I don't know. Part of me wants to say Michigan is going to mess this up and we all going to laugh in front of their face because obviously the whole, everything that's going on with them, yeah, with the, with the scandal off the field and everything like that. Um. But for some reason, it's something about Ohio State that I don't, I'm not feeling either, man. I don't, I don't know. This the past two games, the past two years with these two teams playing, it was kind of like you can kind of see a difference, and you could pick your side, and you can have a legit reason why you pick your side on it, right? This year, I don't know. I mean, you know, yeah, Michigan's been dominant, but like I said, they struggled the past couple of weeks. Ohio State. Sometimes I just really never know what I'm gonna get from them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go Ohio State. I'm going to say they spoil it. Michigan leaves out super sad, and, and we laugh at them more. That way we can kind of get, get out of this drama, and we can figure out what we want to do with Michigan after that. I'm going to go with Ohio State. You just made it that much tougher for me. Um, <laughs> it, yeah, it, it is, bro. This, this game is hard to choose, bro, especially yeah, when mean, they both like this. Cause I don't, I don't know if I really trust McCord. I don't know if I really trust him going into that environment. Now you have the safety, you have the safety blanket of Marvin Harrison Jr. You do have that as a safety blanket. You have that dude out there. Um, and obviously for for Michigan, you have McCarthy. I think that Michigan wins that battle as far as quarterbacks. I think. Everybody would say that McCarthy is a better quarterback than McCord is. Running backs, Quorum is better, but Trayvon Henderson is not. He ain't nothing to sneeze at. Um, obviously, at receiver, you got you got Marvin Harrison. Um, I couldn't even tell you played receiver for Michigan. So, and I just that that's no disrespect. I just don't follow. You know, I just don't follow Michigan. Um, I think Ohio State's defense is improved, though. I think compared to the last couple of years. I think this Ohio State defense is a whole lot better than what they've been the last two times they went going into this Michigan game. It's again like I truly don't care. Who wins? I think just because of all the stuff that has been going on, 
with Michigan. I'm going to lean towards Ohio State. I do think Michigan is on a is on a mission, though. I think, I mean, if you're Ryan Day, man, you, you can't lose three in a row. I mean, you can't lose mm, three. Yeah. You can't lose three in a row like this. Like, you lose three in a row, it, it's, it's, it's going to be scary hours in Columbus. It's going to be rough. Two is cool, but with all this going on, it, it's going to be rough if you go in there and you lose to Michigan again. Um, so I'm going to go with Ohio State because I think that Ryan Day could be coaching for his job, to be quite honest with you. He could be coaching for his job. I think regardless of what happens with John Harbaugh, I mean, with all this with John Harbaugh, whether he, you know, he, he might be out in the place. Everybody talking about him potentially going to the NFL. So he might be out regardless. I'm going to go with Ohio State. I'm going to go with Ohio State. I, I think their defense, I think their defense makes, makes, enough plays in the right moments to help that offense and help get McCord and Henderson and Marvin Harrison, get those guys in favorable situations um, where they don't have to drive 75, 80 yards every drive against that Michigan defense. So I'm, I'm going to go with Ohio State. I think Ryan Day is coaching for his job at this point because I don't – you lose three in a row to Michigan after you beat them for, you know, what I think they were like – Ten straight years that Ohio State beat Michigan, you lose yeah. three in a row like this, you're gonna have to answer some questions. Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's it's, it's, that's wild when you think about it, right? I mean he just got the one. I think what just the one win against them, uh, twenty nineteen, because they didn't play twenty twenty. Wow, um, and then twenty one. They, they didn't. Yeah, they didn't play twenty twenty because uh, I think Michigan had a COVID outbreak, mm-hmm. so they just ended up not having it. So, so yeah. You know, once. I mean, I'm gonna tell you something too, yeah. man. You go go one and one and three like that in five years. I mean, I tell you, man. Being in Ohio, I mean, it is it is real. It is real. I've been to a I've been to Ohio State practice. It is real. They have dummies taped up with Michigan tape. They have tackling dummies. They have hitting dummies for old line. They had a they had a team up north period in spring practice. In spring practice, they had a team up north period. They had a period where they were solely focused on Michigan in spring ball. <laughs> That's so, insane, bro. <laughs> if you if you lose that, if you lose that game, is is three in a row is not going to be good. If you thought ten in a row in Michigan was going to be bad, three in a row in Ohio in the state of Ohio. Not going to be good, it's especially if it looks like how it how with it kind of looked the past yeah. couple of years, and mm-hmm. and but all this stuff that's going on and, and everything like that is just yeah, yeah. That's gonna be that's gonna be tough. So yeah, I I ain't even think about it like that with, with, with Ryan Day with maybe possibly his job job being on the line. Which I mean, you know, could it be unnecessary or maybe a little bit unfair? I guess, but at the same For time, sure. but at the same time, 
when you're there coaching at Ohio State, you know what your job is to do. Your job is to, number one, you have to beat Michigan. <laughs> like, but it, you know, you got to beat them before you can even think about a, a Big Ten championship in uh, a national championship. You got to beat the, you know, don't, it's, it's, it's almost kind of like, all right, man, it, it, he could have done, you know, he could do that. They can go to the playoffs every year mm-hmm. and not win the national and not win the national championship to a certain extent, but they'll be like, but well, he ain't ever losing Michigan, so he good in my book. You know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> he be like, he, he good in my uh, book, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Man, I don't know. It's, it's gonna it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. And the fact, like you said, this is Kyle McCord, be probably biggest game. The fact that this time, this his this big game is on the road. You know, the, the Penn State one they had it in Columbus. This one's now on the road in Ann Arbor. It's, it's gonna be rocking. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be. It's gonna Bruce, be some it's gonna oh, be Bruce oh, got oh, there. <laughs> oh, oh, risk is saying nice. Oh, oh, it's going to be cold when I'm 10, mother. Oh, it's going to be cold for sure. I'm about to know it, so. Uh, you know it's going to be. Let's just, let's, let's a live look. It's Tuesday. It's only Tuesday. But. <laughs> Yo, wait a minute. Let's do a live look. Yo. I'm about to. I'm looking right. Hey, man. Yeah, I, I have a Saturday in Ann Arbor. It's 37 degrees. Oh, man. At kickoff. At kickoff. It'll be 33. At kickoff, it'll be 33 with gusts up to 10 miles per hour. Now, no no snow. No snow. The gust is enough. The gust is enough. So now you you, you add that in. We're talking about below freezing. And this man from the south, he said the gust is enough. Now, yeah, it's going to be cold, man. Living man. up the years, man. I tell you, boy, you get used to certain stuff. It's gonna, it's gonna be cold, but there's no. It says no precipitation, no snow, no, no, nothing like that. But 30, 33 at kickoff with gusts up to. It said wind two to four miles per hour, but you can have gusts up to ten. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be a cold November, November day. Is mm. standard status quo. Status quo. <laughs> the boys be out there in short in uh, with no sleeves on, ready to play football. Man, this crazy. is what they do. Crazy, but man, it's a another good week here. College football um, season finale here for for the rest the rest of everybody. I mean, obviously, uh, like I said, a lot of family members gonna be talking noise to everybody. Oh, yeah. You know, we got got the Iron Bowl. Uh, we got the Egg Bowl Thursday night, Clemson, South Carolina, Georgia, Georgia Tech. Uh, from not mistaken, Florida, Florida State. Florida, Florida State. Uh, you know, far as the state of Tennessee, Vandy, Tennessee, Louisville, Kentucky. I mean, man, just, 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 just off the top of my head, just to name a few, there's probably some more out there that you know got the Apple Cup with Washington, Washington State. I mean. You know, there's just so much, Bellum so, so much been, going on. They moved Bellum up. Yeah. They moved Bellum up and everything, too. So, yeah. yeah. And then, like, and, and Quad is kept. I know, like, it's not a, a known-known rivalry, but, you know, they've had some very interesting games lately. LSU, Texas A&M. Kind of. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird, right? It's not like a – it's not like a – 
huge big, yeah. you know, huge yeah. game, but it's just kind of like it's been some strange things that have happened over the years in those games. So, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, man, a, a, a lot of great football here to watch uh, as we get ready to wrap up the regular season there and, and heading into championship Saturday that next week. Um, it's a lot on the line, bragging rights. I mean, a whole lot of that, man. So get ready. You, Like we said, three Fs, man, family, food, football. You got it all for these next who what four or five days was that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday? Yeah, depending yeah. on how you're around your family. That really well, yeah, 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 yeah. That too, that too, for sure, for sure, for sure. It really depends how long you want to be around your family. So for sure, for sure, man. We get ready to wrap up. There it is. <laughs> hey, don't cap. But man, we're gonna get ready to wrap up here. Another episode, man. Uh, any words, anything you got to say to the people? Nah, man. Enjoy this week. Enjoy your family. If you're traveling, be safe. You know, going going to and fro um, and everything. Get You know, get to wherever you're going. Get to your destination safe and sound. Enjoy it, man. This is a, this is, this time of year is always, is always good just because you get to, you know, you get to be around your folks. Um, Kind of twice in a month, really, essentially twice in a month between Thanksgiving and Christmas. You get to be around the people that you care about the most and, and things like that. So um, enjoy it. No petty arguments. No, you know, don't, none, none of that stuff, man. Like, let it go. It's yeah. okay. At least for, at least for a day. At least for a day. You know what I'm saying? Like, really, truly enjoy being in each other's company because as we continue to see, man, is this, you know, you never know. And there's a lot of unfortunate stuff that's been going on. So enjoy enjoy being around your folks while you can, while you have them around. So that's it. Be safe on the road. Eat. Eat good on Thursday. Eat good on Friday. And then put that stuff away on Saturday. That's it. <laughs> Thursday Friday. Thursday and Friday. That's it. And that's Saturday, it. chill. Get something up. You push it. If you eating that stuff till Sunday, you need to go see somebody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. You need sure. to go see somebody. For sure. Man, yeah, same for me as, as always, too, man. Um, you know, yeah, this is a great time to spend with your loved ones, with your family. Um, do, you know what I'm saying, do a little ref- uh, reflecting, a little relaxation. You know, you can kind of calm down a bit, you know, slow down, uh, and, you know, enjoy yourselves, enjoy your people. Uh, for sure, check in on your loved ones. Spend time with your loved ones for this, for mm-hmm. sure, especially. Uh, man, let them know, you know, that you're thankful for, you know, whatever, however it is or whatever, whether it's the minimum or the max that they do for you. Uh, just let them know that they appreciate it. Uh, man, we appreciate y'all uh, mm-hmm. that, like, that tunes in and um, listens and, you know, and subscribe to the podcast, man. We, we appreciate it for sure. We're thankful for that. Um Man, uh, continue to support the podcast. Uh, like the like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow us on all the social medias. Uh, love black women, cherish black women, protect black women. No means no. No means no. I know. Like I said last time, I know your family members gonna be asking where where this person at, where that person at, man. But I mean, look, if they ain't here, then that's your answer. <laughs> that's that's really all you need to know. 
Like yeah. you said, like 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 do preacher said, we ain't trying to start no 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 petty no petty arguments and nothing That's like that. It. But don't be asking no stupid questions either. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't be asking no stupid questions either. I'm just yeah. yeah, I ain't the messenger. Well, yeah, I am. I'm just the messenger that's coming from me as the messenger. So it is what it is. But, you know, whatever, man. But, yeah, y'all enjoy yourselves. Man, like you said, if y'all out here traveling, uh, for those who don't know to and fro, that's black people math. So, you know. My bad. Yeah. Research that if you don't know, but that's black people math. You know what I'm saying? That's point A to point B if, if yeah. for layman's terms, if you don't understand that. But, uh, man, continue to support the podcast. <laughs> Why are you laughing, bro? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I know, I know, bro. I'm sorry. Hey, that was that was funny. That was funny. Though. I, I continue to support the podcast, man. We appreciate it, uh, man. By the time we come back on here again, it's gonna be, man. It'll, it'll be December. Um, whew, that's yep. crazy. Um, man. Till the next time, man. This has been another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Peace.